Hello. Hello again, my lovely, lovely audience. Today I am recording on my phone because of it. I don't know. I just want to see if it's even possible. And that's because, um, if you couldn't tell, the podcast hasn't happened for a month. What? Whoa. Why? Hmm. Uh, it's because life has been very cruel to me as a person. <laughs> life, life decided that I would just keep going. It needs to keep happening no matter what's going on, I guess. So, um, we're gonna be talking about a lot today. Uh, we're gonna be talking about so many different topics, and I'm so sorry in advance because I am emotional. I was just made fun of for my pants by my little brother. I am distressed. I am distraught. I went thrift stop, thrift, 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 oh my god. I went thrift store shopping. (laughs) I went thrift shopping with my friend. Um, and that was lovely. I've had some cool clothes. I found clothes that I think are cool and I love them. However, I have been relentlessly made fun of for these orange pants that I found. And orange is my second favorite color and not enough clothes are orange. So yeah, I bought the orange pants. What of it? My money, my clothes. Get out of here. Um, and so yes, I've been, I'm sensitive right now. I thought my orange pants would be a hit, but no, it's just a hit to my ego. So today we are going to be doing something a little, a little tiny bit different, and that's called actually having segments to the show. So segment one is just going to be a check-in. I would like you to take a moment to check in with yourself. Think of, think of, let's, let's all think together. Let's think of one high, one low, and one high of your week, and then one thing you're looking forward to. So you can either do this while I'm talking or pause the podcast and take just a brief moment to yourself where you're not hearing my voice and, uh, you can just, you can just, you know, reflect on it. So my high of this week was, uh, I went out into the world once again for the first time in over a year, which is crazy. I, I ate brunch in a physical restaurant and I had, I bought clothes in a physical store. What the hell? Um, and I was out for a substantial period of time with my best friend and it was very cool because we found cosplay stuff. We found (laughs) a bunch of, I actually found a fully constructed cosplay scythe. (laughs) like just in the thrift store for five dollars so that was cool and i found a jacket for phaeton of hunter hunter uh phaeton is my favorite of, of the phantom troop like i just love him so much i think he's so cool want to know more about his backstory i'm going to be cosplaying him and i found a jacket a like fake leather trench coat thing and it's perfect it's so perfect um, now all i need to do is alter it and edit, like add some little little skulls and then I'm good to go and I'm there we go <laughs> um a low of this week is I am very sad uh like what's new um but my mother has been in and out of the hospital that's why the podcast suddenly stopped without warning because it was easier to simply stop than try to keep going but I'm back you know I'm back I'm here I'm alive it's okay but I've been very sad and very busy and very sad about so many things. Thinking a lot about life and death and the cruel reality of us being mortals and all that jazz. So that's not been, I mean, I wouldn't call it the best time, but it's a time that's happening. Um, and then another high is that I have eaten beef stroganoff a lot lately. And that's my, one of my favorite foods. It's, I just really like the sauce and I like mushrooms. I mean, Yeah. Beef stroganoff, good. Beef stroganoff, good. So, (laughs) you gotta celebrate the little victories. (laughs) And then, one thing I'm looking forward to is I have ordered 17's newest album, Your Choice. I ordered three copies of it. 
because I, I mean, I get, why not? Um, and they should be here sometime soon, and I need them because I need to know. I need to know. I pre-ordered them so I would get all the, the special extra bonuses because me and my adult money, I don't spend it on useful things. I spend it on little tiny photo cards of of K-pop idols. So good job to me, but I am excited about it. And no negative comment is gonna take away my excitement because it's my money, and I did the thing. So thank you. Anyway, please take a moment to just think to yourself, like, how you're feeling? What's been going on? What's your high? What's your low? What's your other high? What's something you're looking forward to? I'm thinking about making this uh, the standard just check-in for our little podcast in the first, like, five, ten minutes of it. Just doing a little little, little debrief. Just think about, think about what's up. Assess what's up. Appreciate the good, accept the bad, and know that life is going to keep moving forward. For the second <laughs> segment of the podcast, it's going to be called Embarrassing Childhood Stories. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to share these because after the Australia Appreciation Day episode where I basically just sat down and exposed myself where I was like, guess what? I was convinced someone would fall in love with me <laughs> um, in all the ridiculous ways that I thought that would happen. I wanted to set aside a little bit of time to show you that this anxious kid You know, when anxious kids grow up, where do they go? Well, here's what I went through to get to where I am now. So, for today, I want to talk about something that haunts me that I did, like, in the fourth, the fourth through sixth grade, I don't know, it was so traumatizing I forgot what year it was. I was somewhere between fourth grade age and sixth grade age. I want to say, let's just go with fifth grade for argument's sake. So, fifth grade, uh, my third grade teacher, who I loved and adored, was walking down the hallway one day, and this is like during an after-school event, okay? Um, my mom was talking to her because my mom loved my teacher, I loved my teacher, my teacher loved us, it was great. Um, and this teacher was genuinely very influential on me, I miss her to this day, I cannot believe that I had her class when I was 8 years old, and I was that was 11 years ago, and I am an old woman. Um, but anyway, before I have an existential crisis, I'm gonna get through this little story. So, she she had a, a, a child. She had a child. I want to say she had a daughter. I can't remember. This was very embarrassing to me. This was the first time this happened in my life, but sadly it was not the last. Well, her kid goes running down the hallway towards me, turns around, starts coming back, and... <laughs> my teacher says, Okay, bye, I guess. And so I yell back and wave back. Okay, bye, I guess. Thinking that she was just ending our conversation, ending our interaction right there, when in all actuality she was, you know, playing with her child. And that was the first time I remember feeling immense shame for misreading a social cue. Uh, It had probably happened prior, but I didn't feel the immense shame that I did right now. And it was made worse by the fact that my mother, father, and grandparents all witnessed it, in addition to my third grade teacher, her husband, and, I mean, her, like, three-year-old daughter. But, the, whatever. that <laughs> The three-year-old daughter can be taken out of the equation. I hope she doesn't remember it. Or else that would be a really weird, like, first memory to have. But, <laughs> the point is, I don't know why these things stick with me. And I don't know why I blame myself so much for these things sticking with me. But they, they do. Sometimes. And... You know, everyone has one of these weird childhood embarrassing stories, and I know that that is such like a mundane, subtle thing. I get it. However, if we are making embarrassing childhood moments, like, a thing, 
I have to start at the bottom and build up. This is going to be a pyramid of embarrassment. So it's going to be a bunch of little things, a bunch of little things that led to big incidents and big consequences. So please be prepared. Please be prepared to feel secondhand embarrassment. You will feel so much of it. I wanted to start light this week because I don't know how much I can take emotionally. But yeah, that's that's what I wanted to fill you in on. Uh, I still think about that. I think about that years and years later. I think about how I made the worst mistake of all. Ugh. Great. Now that that segment's out of the way and I can just prepare for that in the future, the... I call these segments, but it's literally like three minutes. I guess I'm just using the word segments as a segue, right? Uh, however, it's just gonna split up my little stories. <laughs> this podcast is not when anxious kids grow up, where do they go? It's just little stories. Little, little tiny conversations. Um... But this week, I wanted to add in another little segment called, like, I don't know, this one, this one, I'm still working, (laughs) I'm workshopping the title, but, uh, I was thinking about it just being blatant realizations or something, like, (laughs) the universe was telling you all along you were just blind, something like that. Because I was having a conversation with my friend, um, and this is when we were shopping, we were driving, we saw two just generic free-range TikTok boys, uh, like, you know, you know the type I'm talking about, like, white t-shirt, light blue jeans, white shoes, uh, one gold chain, curly hair. Like, the most generic TikTok boy. Envision any boy who's ever made a TikTok. There he is. He's right there in the parking lot. Well, these two guys were walking, and we were talking about dating. And I haven't dated in well over a year. Um, and I intend to keep it that way. Thank you very much. But, we were talking about dating, and I was like, basically joking about how I'm never gonna find love because, you know, humor helps to cope with the tragedy. Uh, and so I was joking about that and she's like, would you date one of those guys? And I was like, well, I don't know. And she's like, let's assume they're good people with good personalities and they're funny. Would you date one of those guys? And I was like, well, I don't really care about looks like at all. I don't really, I mean, like, I just don't care. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I just, I just, I don't care. Like, and then here, here's where the beginning of the epiphany happens. It hits you like a train, and then it keeps, keeping, it keeps you pinned down to the tracks. But I had said to my friend, I said, "Well, I just don't really care about looks because I figure I'm lucky if anyone likes me." And then, I, and then, and then, oof, saying it out loud, it is so sad all over again. But the reason I said that, it was mostly a joke, and then I realized when I said it that no, I wasn't actually joking, like, I was actually a little sad. And then it it, here's the epiphany, coming in hot down the tracks, but I can't think to step off of them. It's coming barreling towards me. Um, I then said something out loud that made so much sense. I was like, oh my god, I don't, I can't really define my type, because I think that I'm lucky to have anyone like me. Oof. Oof. If that's not an abandonment issue just wrapped up with a nice little bow, what is that? What is that? So, let's unpack that. Um, I said that, and my friend was like, oh my god. Are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm fine. But, like, I didn't expect to, like, get hit with that at this moment. So, yeah, I'm taking a little bit of whiplash, you know? Like, a little bit of incredibly jarring push forth and then immediate pullback. And then I realized I'm not wrong. <laughs> uh, 
and in the sense that I'm not, like, the fact that I'm right makes me happy, but the fact that I'm right about something so devastating is not very happy now, is it? And I kept thinking about this, now I can, like, verbalize it, I can explain it. I think that I'm lucky to have anyone like me because, like, I didn't really, I was not a popular child in my childhood. Because when I went to elementary school, like, I, when I, <laughs> I had a panic disorder, no one liked that. Um, so I would have panic attacks in class. No one would talk to me because they were just like, well, you cry all the time. And then I'd start crying and they're like, look, at case in point, it, example that Mr. Mustard, wait, Colonel Mustard in the kitchen with the knife, like, it is right there, the evidence, all of it's there. Um, and so, needing to, like, justify why I felt that way, following, you know, my traumatic hospital stay, people also found out about my illness, and they were like, oh, you're contagious, and I'm like, actually, I'm not, but okay, I guess I'll just have no friends, and then guess what, I just had no friends, so, that was, you know, it's, I'm not there anymore, so it's fine, but I didn't really have, like, normal crushes, like, I would get a crush every now and again, but no one really ever had a crush on me, and that'll mess you up at age, like, nine, <laughs> to know that people like everyone else and no one likes you. Um, but other than that, like, it was fun. I mean, I don't... Everyone was, like, full of boogers and they were all gross, so I don't, like... It's not like I missed out. I, my soulmate was not all, another nine-year-old in my fourth grade class. Like, that's not what it was. Um, but it did, like kind of make me think, because I don't know about you, but Gen Z kids, I would like you to comment on this, um, did people start dating in elementary school? <laughs> like, like at my school? <laughs> like, I mean, in third grade, people had, like, girlfriends and, and boyfriends and drama, Then <laughs> I don't know if that was common or if my, my elementary school was just built like a tiny, tiny soap opera, like, I don't know. Um, so anyway, continuing on thinking about that and thinking about middle school, I also really didn't have anyone like me in middle school. Uh, and if I did, if I did, I didn't usually like them back. E. Um, especially when it came to girls who liked me. There'd be girls who had crushes on me and I'd just be like, alright, well that's cool. And I knew I liked girls, I just didn't like those girls. That was the problem. And so I was like, well, if I date them, then you know what's gonna happen. I will just, I'll like them. Uh, that's not how it works, actually. You don't <laughs> not how that works. Just hard and fast. We're gonna put a stop on that. That is not how life works. So don't do that. <laughs> but essentially, I thought that anytime someone had a crush on me, I should just give it a shot because what if I like them back? But I never liked them back uh, in middle school. And then I had my first boyfriend in the summer before sophomore year. That was fine. That was great. Whatever. Um, but the problem was is I was convinced he was dating me out of pity. Oof. Fat oof, right? Mm, nasty. Mm, pain. <laughs> so I was convinced he didn't actually like me and that he just felt badly for me because he was my best friend and he knew that like I had never dated anyone and like I had never been kissed and all that sort of stuff. So I thought he was just like, ah, poor, poor girl. Well, you, you know I've got a couple months before I move. I might as well. I might as well just cut her some slack. Essentially, that's what I thought. Dude, not a healthy mindset. You. <laughs> that usually means you're sad, uh, if that's the way that you think. So, moving on. Uh, even after he and I had broken up, like, the other people I dated, I always got the comment that I didn't quite understand till I had this epiphany. But people <laughs> would, for the people that I dated here in, in Idaho, uh, where I'm at, 
they basically said every time that I said, oh, this is my boyfriend, blah, 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 um, people would ask why. <laughs> and I didn't realize that was a weird question until one day one of my friends in a class with me, like, and I'm talking this is an early morning class, like, no one has critical thinking skills on, we're just all existing. She says, well, why are you dating him? And I was like, well, because of these reasons. And, um, she was like, but you do know that you're a lot, like, you're more attractive than he is, you know that, right? And I was like, oh, I don't care about looks, and I, I really don't care about looks. I really don't. I don't care. I, the, the, everyone that I've dated, there's no, there's no consistency, there's no type, there's nothing. <laughs> And that's gonna come into play later in the story. But I found out, like, after breaking up with him, because he was super abusive and he was a nasty, nasty guy. So, after breaking up with that guy, in particular, he was a super abusive and a nasty, nasty guy. Um, and he's just gross. Mm. But, <laughs> after breaking up with him, I, like, had a realization that, like, I didn't, in the beginning, like, I didn't really like him. Like, I was just like, oh this is a person that, like, is my friend, and if I had to date someone, I guess it would be this person. Right? Like, that's it. And so, yeah, that's, like, that's, like, where we, that's how we got there. Um, but I realized that, like, I, I was asking my friend about this, and this is my best friend in the whole world who I was talking to about this, and I was like, hey, so do you, you have a type, right? Like, you have a type of person that you like. And she's like, well, I've got multiple, like, there are different types that I like, but yeah, they're all, like, you have, like, these specific sorts of, like, genres of human being. And I, I, she was like, well, describe your types. And I was like, huh. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at all. I guess musician. And she's like, well, that's very broad. Can you be a bit more specific? And I'm like, uh, nice to me doesn't make fun of my interests, um, is not mean to me, talks to me more often than they don't talk to me, so, like, messages me at least once a day, uh, doesn't make fun of the shows I watch, doesn't make fun of the things I like, doesn't, (laughs) doesn't call me bad names for having dated other people, and she's like, oh, hey, uh, by the way, I would like to let you know that that's the bare minimum for people to exist and not be, uh, dicks. Uh, and I was like, what? Huh. Hmm. That's, hmm. Really? Because this, <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, if, hmm, I know that she's saying that's the bare minimum, but this is my comprehensive list of things I look for in a partner. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh no. Oh no, oh no, oh no. I've never cared who I've dated because I thought that I was lucky to have anyone interested in me at all. Mm. And, you know, uh, no. That's all I have to say to that, it's just no. So, yeah, we're gonna do a little, little weekly epiphany, a little weekly, uh, what did you discover that was, (laughs) that should have been very blatantly obvious, and, uh, we're gonna talk about it. And then I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna pretend I'm not me, and I'm gonna give myself slash my audience a little bit of advice. So some advice. Uh, first of all, like, you are allowed to be picky with who you want to date. You are allowed to not date people just because they like you. 
You don't have to do that. You don't have to date people just because they're there. It sounds so incredibly obvious, but uh, sometimes we need to uh, talk about these things to make sure everyone's on the same page. You don't need to try and love someone just because you think that their love is going to make you love yourself. You don't need to pretend to love someone. Because the first person that I did date, I was genuinely very much in love with him. However, I was convinced he didn't love me, and ultimately that, like, anxiety made it very hard for me to continue that relationship. And then every other relationship after that was me saying, well, this person likes me, and I'm lucky to be liked by anyone because uh, I'm a horrible human being, and I'm, like, gross and nasty and gross. So, uh, yeah, I should be grateful that this person is taking pity on me and seeing something that I don't see in myself. You don't need to fully love yourself to date. However, you cannot be in an area of self-hatred to date. You cannot despise yourself to date someone. You cannot, you cannot be, you cannot be so mean to yourself that when people say something nice to you, you believe that it's a lie. Because at that point, you will look for love from everyone else other than you because you don't think you can provide it to yourself. And that means you will settle for things that are not love, thinking that that's what love is. You will settle for people who overstep your boundaries. You will, you will settle for people who don't make you feel seen or heard, but you are convinced that love, or what you think is love with them, will conquer everything. And don't, no, 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 do not fall for that trap. Don't fall for the trap of seeing the potential of love with someone. Don't fall in love with seeing, well, this person is sometimes really good. They could be such an amazing person. They could be so kind and so loving. They could, they could be, they could be. Let's think about that word, could. That doesn't mean they are. That means there's a possibility. It means there's a possibility. You are not loving the person as they are. You are loving the possibility of what they could become. You think about that. You think about that very good. I have not dated in over a year, and it's, I mean, I wonder why, we've all been locked in our houses, but other than that, I just, I don't, I don't want to, like, I like just chilling. I've had crushes, very intense ones, on people, uh, some of my online friends throughout quarantine, um, and I ruined those friendships very single-handedly by being honest about my feelings. Uh, and I do feel badly about that, and I miss those people very much. Um, there are two people in particular who I just miss a lot, but... But right now, I don't think that I deserve to hurt or to pull them back into my life and, you know, reignite feelings I don't have the capacity for right now. Like, I can feel those feelings, and I process those feelings, but I don't want to... I don't want to drop... Uh, still smoldering match onto some dry grass and hope for the best. Like, I don't want that. I want to just get to a point where I can love me in the way that I know I need to be loved. And that way, I'll know what to ask for from, like, actual potential partners. So yes, be picky with your types. Go sit down. Go journal. Go write out. Go, go write out what you think your ideal person is. And be more in-depth than just is nice to me doesn't make fun of me because those are not real criteria that is that is the bare minimum that is below the bare minimum like the bar is in hell 
and then you started doing the limbo. Like, come on. Make sure that this is genuinely what you want and that it's more than just basic respect. Because if you only search for basic respect in your relationships, you will believe that every friendship is eternal and that every single person you date is meant to be the one. And I hate to break it to you, but neither of those statements are true. So, yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, as always. Uh, I'm actually so happy. This podcast has a lot more streams than I thought it would get. So thank you. I love you all. Um, you know, the people that I need to shout out, my listeners in Peru and in Chile. Chile the people I need to shout out, my uh, listeners in Peru and Chile. You guys are so cool. You guys are so cool. I just saw your numbers spike and they've like gave more. You're either listening to more episodes or there's more people. And either way, I love you so much. So um, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Please drink some water. Eat one fruit today. Eat one fruit. Eat one fruit. Um, Take care of yourself and eat one fruit. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. You know, to my friends in real life, uh, I love you dearly. You know that. To all my online friends who I haven't met yet, you're so cool. And I miss you even though I haven't even met you. Um, And to all of my listeners who I don't know, guess what? We're still best friends. And I still adore you. So... Thank you for just being you, Um, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye!